If you can stay standing, let's pray quickly. Let's trust God to speak to us. It's an opportunity to just position yourself to hear from Jesus. God, we just come to you now, and that's our desire. We want to hear from you, God. Will you speak to us? We thank you that your word's powerful, and the Bible tells us that your word gets sown like a seed into good soil. So we want our hearts to be good soil. So we ask you to get our hearts ready. If there's anything that's in, a, that's in the way in our hearts, our heart is hard, then, then God, will you do what you can do? Take a, a, a stone heart and make it a heart of flesh. God, I pray, God, that you would minister to us and bring healing and everything we need in this place. We submit to you now. We want to do your will. We resist the devil. We thank you that he has to flee. Pray age protection on us and our children right now. Will you bless us? And I lift up every prayer request that was filled in over the weekend. Um, I pray, God, that you would answer these prayers and that people would have testimonies of, of you coming through for them in Jesus' name. And everyone believed it said, amen. Awesome. You guys can take your seats. So good to have you guys in the house. Um, like my wife said, and uh, for new people, I'm, I'm Andre, you've seen my wife Leanne, uh, but she mentioned that over Easter at Tableview, Malpas and Camps Bay, uh, we saw over 300 salvations and, and just over 250 first time guests. So I just wanna honor you guys for inviting your world, for being a church that's outward looking. So come on, let's just celebrate together that everyone who invited, our dream teamers who served, we just honor you guys. And, and just so you guys know, with, the, um, with this camp, um, so this is our first camp um, as parents. So, so we now are probably going to be doing 10 years of serving on camp. Leanne and I are, are going to be um, serving on camp, and, and our kids are going to be there. And, and the reason we're going to be there is because of the impact ca um, camps can make for young people. They set aside two, three days, sometimes four with certain camps. They, they get to place of worship. I promise you, God speaks their life from in primary school or high school, and then God says, this is what I set you apart for. This is why I made you. Just their security, their confidence, because school will make them question who they are, but once they have that encounter, they're gonna know, this is what Jesus said to me. So I promise you, we're serving. We're gonna be serving for the next 10 years. We're pumped, so we're gonna be serving the kitchen. As parents, if you've got young children, I promise you, these are good moments to be involved and to get your children. So from grade four to six, there's a camp. That's a, our oldest will be in the um, going on campus of grade four and then of course there's also from grade seven to twelve but I promise you it's worth worth it the life change you're gonna see in your child it's the best investment you'll ever make so, so if you need to save up or or save up half and ask for help do whatever you can to get your kids into the environment and then at the end of the service the best way we can serve you this morning is face to face as you walk out the doors you'll get your your first coffee uh, as new people or any next steps so straight out the doors or you fill out this card and let us get hold of you. Or if you need prayer, fill out this card and then you'll, we'll pray for you. Uh, don't wake up on Monday wondering what's gonna happen. Wake up knowing that we're praying for you. So I encourage you to do that. I'm just opening up my iPad. Um, should we just, God, I just pray that Liverpool win the league in Jesus' name. Everyone said, <laughs> amen, amen. Just, just the faith has risen in this house, amen. Thank you, Jesus. Do you remember on Tuesday, we're having our prayer and worship encounter night. So you've never been to one, it's a phenomenal night and our team will be praying then. If you have any prayer requests or even healing or anything, come on Tuesday night for an hour, an hour of power. Uh, but the Greek poet physician Nikander uh, put out a recipe in 2000 BC and he used the biblical terminology for baptize. He said in order to make a pickle, Nikander says the vegetable must first be dipped, bapto. He used the words bapto into boiling water. Then the same should be 
baptized, and use the word baptizo in vinegar solution. Of course, it's the same word that we see in the Bible when you speak about, we see water baptism. So in this case, the pickle, to create a pickle, you need a double dip. That's why double dipping is so important on Sundays. You need to come to church twice. Yeah, okay, no one gets that. Anyway, remember, people who go to church twice have a better chance of getting to heaven. So to make a pickle, you needed to double dip. The first was just a dipping. The, the next dipping was full, um, fully immersed in the vinegar, which actually brought about the total change, which caused what once was a, uh, what, what, how do you make it, cucumber? Yeah, which once was a cucumber to never be the same and now a pickle. Okay, and um, I just thought that was funny. Anyone ever know that? that, that was, that's how you make a pickle. Anyone ever know that? I didn't know anything about that. Uh, but, but that was the words that we used, and it's the same words in the Bible that, that, that when you get baptized, it's a picture that, that you are no longer the same. You might have been stuck in your sin, but in Christ, you're a new creation. Um, the, the old is gone and the new has come. It's actually a decoration of what happens inside of you. And as Christians, last week we saw people celebrating, people come to Jesus across all our locations, and, and we, were, we celebrate even as a staff. Sorry, Siri is speaking to me again. She's done this before in my sermons. There, boom, that's, she's done. Um, but... But, but we celebrate, um, and then the next step for people who come to Christ, and you might have done it, is actually to get baptized. It's actually to declare publicly what's happened privately. Uh, it's declaring that, that what happened on the inside is catching up with my outside. It's a decoration that no longer is my life held back by my sinful nature. My victory is now in Christ. And what used to make me scared, I can actually, can actually be used for my eternal benefit. Uh, what used to be what this, the enemy brought against me says, you, you are a sinner and the wages of sin is death. Jesus said, cool, I'll pay for the sin. And now you no longer are gripped by, by death. Death is lots of sting. Death is just a stepping stone into your eternity, and I want to encourage you to declare publicly now what I've done privately. I want you to declare in the physical what's happened in the spiritual, and that's what happens. That's what we declare when we get water baptized. Uh, baptism is is an important step of obedience, and it shows others we have personally trusted God, that we've put our full the full weight of our lives in Jesus' hands. It's like me coming and saying, this chair, I'll put a chair and say, this is the best chair and it can carry any weight and, and you can sit on, you can lift your feet and just relax in this chair and, and say, why did you come sit in this chair? The, the best way actually for me to show you that you can sit in the chair is me sitting in the chair. It's the action of me sitting and putting my weight on the chair that actually declares that I trust the chair. So, so a lot of us can say something, but really it's proved when we actually act on it. And that's what Christ wants for us. He doesn't want us to be a, a people who just say we love Him. He wants our lives to be lives that are obedient, that declare Him publicly, and not only in baptism, but that's just the first step. You always hear preachers say, it's the first step of obedience. And if you wanna do, if you wanna be able to be obedient in the second and third, then, then do the first. That's a good suggestion. Try not to do step five and then wonder why you struggle with this when you missed out on step one. And, and so, so I want to encourage you guys, if you have taken the first step, I encourage you to keep stepping. 
Okay, I wanna encourage you to keep living in a life of obedience that honors God and that declares Him publicly and that the evidence against you is a life lived for Christ, not just a, 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 a word spoken about Christ. And, but if you haven't taken that step, I wanna encourage you to take that step, to, to declare publicly what happened privately, to set in motion the life of obedience. I feel like um, by God's grace, even as I took that step, that the passion to follow Jesus was ignited in my life. I wanna follow him everywhere because the Bible says he went into the waters of baptism. Did he go there? Yes, I'm gonna go, I'm going there. And then he served people. Okay, I'll go there as well. And then he was obedient to God. He says, I'll do, I only do what I hear my father. I wanna go there. Wherever he goes, I wanna go. But what's crazy is he says we can go there, but we won't have to take what he took on. We'd go there in victory. Because you know the way just sin is dead. So Jesus dies on the cross. So, so Satan points the same gun at us and says, you're gonna have to die. But when he points the gun at us, there's no bullets left. He used them all on Jesus. And so when Jesus says Satan accuses you, his accusations are now just lies. Maybe previously, before Christ, the accusations were true. But now because of Christ, they just lies. And, and they just a, a, a shadow of death, where it used to be death, now it's a shadow of death. Has a shadow, shadow ever killed anyone? No. So, so now Satan has lost his sting. And so, so Jesus, you don't have to take the cross, you just take the water. And, and the water is a picture of what I've done for you. As you go under, you're declaring that Christ died for me and he was buried for me. And in that burial, he faced death and he conquered death and he rose again. And even now, as I go under the water, I can lay down the things that are trying to kill me and to rise up with Christ. And we take the water. So we put our full, the full weight of our life in his hands. So baptism is an outward expression of an inward faith. It's declaring outwardly, this is my faith on the inside. Now, we were in Durban years ago and I was speaking at a French church in Pinetown, great friends of ours. And my daughter Zara was three and Juliana was five. We were staying at, at a, friend, a friend's house in Durban and Leanne would have been upstairs getting ready for church. And I went downstairs with Zara. At that point, Zara loved food. She was just like, I love food, food's awesome. Zara comes down, she's a next level diva. She comes down in this big dress, puts a bow on her head that's bigger than a head, like it was monstrous. And so I put some breakfast down for her and she's eating. She turns to me, I reckon it was the food that did this. She said, Daddy, I really love you. And you're like, you know, like, I said, that's amazing. I took my phone out, like, you know. So what did you say, Zara? And she like spots, she says, but don't tell anyone especially not the church, okay? And so, so, and I've told you guys this story, but sometimes I feel like that's how we can be with our faith. <laughs> Jesus, I love you, but don't tell anyone. <laughs> and, and you know, that's where we break up. Baptism is declaring your, your faith with your family. It's actually supposed to be a public thing. It's not something that's supposed to be private. It's not something that's supposed to be a secret. It's like a city on a hill. We don't put it under a basket. We let it shine so that people can see that Jesus has saved us. We're not perfect. We're not declaring that we are perfect anyway. We're declaring that we've put our faith in a perfect Savior. We've put our marriage in a, per a perfect Savior's hands, our finances. We've put our children in a perfect Savior. That's how we're living in every area. We're saying, in your hands, it will rise. 
What used to bury us, it will now be used to resurrect us. Our faith is in you. Is it possible for an unbaptized person to be saved? Yes, it is totally possible. Baptism doesn't save you. Baptism just declares that you actually are a child of God. It declares that Jesus has come into your life. I'm sorry, my iPad is really giving me hassles. To all the people watching online, please pray right now that this device works. Anyway, there I'm back. So should every believer be baptized? I believe everyone should. Everyone should because Jesus did it and Jesus actually commanded it. It wasn't a suggestion. I reckon if Jesus commanded us to be baptized, it's important enough to do it. Um, now, I grew up in a traditional environment. I was um, christened, um, like, uh, like dedicated, but christened. And then I did confirmation when I was 16. And then I um, ended up getting my suit jacket and my parents said, Where do you, what do you wanna do now? I'll be honest with you, I, at that point, church was boring. I said, first thing, I don't wanna go to church anymore. Um, but um, a year and a half later, I was back in church. My friend invited me to this church and I ended up hearing about Jesus, gave my life to Jesus. And I ended up getting saved, going on a youth camp the, the following week and then getting baptized on that youth camp in pretty cold water. It was like April. Anyway, um, that's why I always tell you guys, you know our baptism font, there's warm water now. When I got baptized, they broke through the ice, went down there, polar bears went past, and not at Capri was the bottom. Anyway, but I always tell you guys this testimony and there was room on the, the door. Anyway, um, I'm just saying, she didn't make space, make the circle bigger. But anyway, but, but what baptism actually does, it actually sets off this life where you actually want to be obedient to Christ. Where, where you don't want to sort of kick the tires, you want to buy the car. You, you're not that, hey, can I help you? I'm just looking. It's, it's actually, no, this relationship is important enough for me to declare publicly that he's my savior. I'm not gonna keep it a secret anymore. And it sets this thing in motion. Yes, there are spiritual blessings to coming to Christ, but, but yes, to be baptized, what do you need to do? You need to receive Jesus as your savior. It, it is your, and then after receiving him, you get baptized. Baptized is not a sign that you're perfect. It's a sign that you receive the perfect savior. Um, baptism um, isn't declaring you've got it all together. It's declaring that you've put your life in his hands. It's a public declaration um, that Jesus has forgiven me, forgiven me, and that I received his forgiveness. Um, and the Bible says that he washes me white as snow. That I'm justified in Christ. It's just as if I'd never sinned. There's nothing that actually can stop you from getting baptized if you've actually received Jesus as your Savior. Yes, after receiving Jesus as your Savior and getting baptized, baptism is actually, you also get baptized into the community of Christ into the family. And, and you must remember, that's why in James says, confess your sins to one another so you can be healed. God's never gonna bypass people in your healing process. So he wants your faith to go public so that you can connect with other people who also are people of faith. That you can make each other stronger, you can encourage each other. But, but that's what happens. We, we get saved and now we can get baptized. We declare publicly what happened privately and we're in the family of Christ. You know, action in the Bible is very important. James actually speaks about it. 
He, he speaks into our lives and he says, you know, um, if someone claims to have faith but no deeds, he says such faith can really save them. And, and he's not saying that, that, that we get saved by our works, but he says that our faith should be expressed. There needs to be something that I, I want to, not I have to. And so I encourage you, if there's this thing inside of you that says, that you're saying, I want to honor God, I believe God's doing a work in your life. But if there's an I have to, then I wanna encourage you to ask God that, if you can, that you can encounter Him in a way that's so real that your love for Him grows, that you have an I want to and not an I have to. If, if it's an I have to, then, then I'm gonna ask you to pray. But once you really encounter God and you encounter the Savior, our Savior Jesus, I promise you, you'll want to honor Him. You want to live a life. You want to live a life of obedience. And James says that that's the kind of faith that truly changes us. It's a faith that, that we have a compelling to live out our faith, to honor God, to be obedient to Him. And if you've been baptized, if something's died in your life, trust God, remember your baptism and get to that place again where it's a I want to and not a I have to. I want to encourage you that that's where your faith should be. I told you guys uh, a while back, we lived in Danafontein, Malkbos. Uh, my dog, Puppy, my parents are actually watching online. My dog, Puppy, got knocked over. I remember coming home from school. I think I was in sub B. And then my dad, um, uh, Puppy died. And we buried, my dad buried Puppy in, across the road in Danafontein. So we lived like on the edge of Danafontein. Now, me and my friend stupidly went and a few days later dug Puppy up. I know you what you're thinking. But, and, and then we saw Puppy and I didn't take him out. Okay, I'm saying, you know, I put him back, put the sand back over. But imagine I brought Puppy out. Like, Dad, Puppy's home. He's going to sleep in my room tonight. Anyway, um, everyone in the family would be like, oh, what are you doing? Imagine I took Puppy to bring your, your dog to school day. You know what I mean? They would just be weird. <laughs> James says that, that faith that, that you don't want to live out, it's like bringing your dead dog around. Yeah, I'm a Christian. Do you want some of this? <laughs> like, you're like, oh, that looks dead, man. <laughs> but <laughs> we need some crowd mics for the online people so they can hear everything that's happening in the building. And, and so there's something about taking the first step that makes your faith come alive, not only for you, because there's some, there's, you, David honored his dad and carried cheese to his brothers. He never knew he was walking to Goliath, his biggest victory. You know, like Joseph just stayed obedient to God and was on his way to being a, a governor. There's something powerful about God. The, 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 you know what I mean? A man's plans are many, but God's purpose prevails. There's something about God's purpose that's gonna bring, bring a prevailing power into your life. There's, a, there's a, an obedience. You position yourself for more. So here's the thing. I don't know what's gonna happen with the economy and what's gonna happen in the world, but if I can just stay in a place of obedience, I will always position myself for God's victory, my children for God's victory. Like, is something about living, and that's why I encourage you. Baptism is setting in, you setting this movement, a lifestyle of obedience in place. And it's the first step. And it can ignite you. And if you have taken that step, get back on the path. Live for God. I promise you, it's an amazing life. Because when things are going wrong, you put your head in the pillow and say, my life's still in God's hands. And, and that's what baptism says. It's a picture. One Peter speaks about it. He says, you know, I know them got into the ark and the floods still came. He still faced the floods. 
And then what's supposed to crush him, crush the things that God was taking out of his life and then elevated him. It lifted him up. So, so when you put your head in the pillow now in the life of obedience, the storms will still come. But God will use the storms for you. You'll be either lifted up, you'll go through it. You won't be Bible, you won't go, I'm gonna take out a storm. No, 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 serve me in the storm. Just keep being obedient, see what I do. He'll never let the righteous be forsaken. He will be, you know, even when you're faithless, you come in just with a little bit of faith and be obedient. He's still faithful. You know what I mean? He'll still cause you to rise. He'll resurrect you. And, and that's why um, my faith in God um, settles my heart. And what's, I, I think, you know, imagine what could happen in the next 10 years of my life, just being obedient. And that's my goal. I just want to be obedient to Him. I want to stay by God's grace. I want to carry on. I want to honor Him. I want to serve people. I want to honor, put Him first in my finances. I, I want to put Him first in my, my marriage, my kids. I want, to, I want to put Him first. But it started when I was 18. I found out what the first step was. And I took it, and I wanted to. And, and I reckon a lot of my friends I went to school with see me now. And the biggest test to me is just that I'm still doing this. They must go, that guy must be serious, hey? <laughs> he wasn't just going through a phase. <laughs> and he got baptized, ah, oh, that's sweet. He'll be back next week with us. No, you can still be with your people, loving them and friends, but, but what we say for Christ, it needs to be permanent. We need to go from cucumber to pickle. <laughs> we need to be fully immersed. We need to be fully changed because that's what Jesus can do with the life that believes in Him and is obedient. He can totally change you. And that's what I believe for you, for your marriage, for your kids. Like I believe my kids are gonna can go so far, are we going to have to work and pray? We're going to be on our knees, but, but by God's grace, they can go so much further than us. Um, our country can go so much further than we've ever gone. Um, the, 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 the next generation can rise up, and that's why we're doing rise camp, so much more than we ever did. I believe it in Jesus' name. You guys can go so much further than I've ever been in Jesus' name. And, and just trust Him. Put your life in His hands and, and see what He does with it. So yeah, why get baptized? Those who are baptized are following Jesus' example and obeying His command. Matthew 3, 16 to 17. As soon as Jesus was baptized, He went up out the water and at that moment, heaven was open and they saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and alighting, alighting on Him and a voice from heaven said, this is my Son whom I love, uh, with whom I'm well pleased. So we see Jesus' example. In Matthew 28, verse 18, then Jesus came to them and said, all authority in heaven on earth has been given to me. Therefore go make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to obey everything that I commanded you, commanded you. So, so, so what's the significance of baptism? Well, what a baptism is this public declaration of three very important things. Um, that you're a follower of Christ. Um, those who accepted his message were baptized. You know that those in that verse, they got to baptize immediately. You know Paul and Silas were in a jail um, and they sang praise songs. Have you ever know that story? And the, the, the prison shook and the, the, the chains that were holding them were broken. And they said it shook to the foundations. I love it. That jail could never be used to chain people anymore. Uh, it could it never be used for, the, for, for what it was used for. And then this jailer's blown away. And he says, I'm gonna kill myself because the prison escaped. That was, it, you, if you were prison guard and your prison escaped, you get killed. And they said, no, we're here. They go to his house, they preach the gospel. He gets baptized in the middle of the night. 
And I reckon while they're getting baptized, they were singing, in the middle of the night, I got baptized in my street. No, no, they weren't. But anyway, Billy Joel, if he was there, they would have sang that. I'm joking around, but what I need you to realize is it was so important to people in that moment, they did it immediately. There needs to be something about the church that immediately wants to honor God, immediately wants to be. There needs to be something about the church that, that about us, that it's like, it's, I want to, I want to do this. I want to honor you, God. Then you're beginning a changed life in Christ. It says in Romans 6 verse 4, we were therefore buried with Him through baptism into death in order that just as Christ was raised from the dead through the glory of the Father, we too may live a new life. It's declaring. And so whenever you, you, you have your, your past knock on your door, addictions, things you struggle with, you tell them, Brew, we buried you in Dana Fontaine across the road. You're a dead dog. I'm not bringing you to work. You're my past. I'm not bringing you into my house. I'm not bringing you into my marriage. I'm not bringing you into the way I do business. You are dead. Nothing will come from you. You've lost your authority. You were buried in the waters at View Church Tailview. You no longer have a hold of me. I have a life change. And if you were baptized, I want you to remind your past of those things. You remind it with things that are creeping back up to your life and trying to say, I've got a hold of you. That doesn't, it's a lie. Satan can only tell lies that he doesn't. It's lost its grip in Jesus' name. The chains have come off. That jail cell has got no foundations, can no longer hold you. And you're beginning a changed life. Of course, the amazing thing is, I reckon it's the most amazing thing. When you get baptized, you're saying you're part of a new family. Galatians 3 verse 26 says, So in Christ Jesus, you're all children of God through faith. For all, uh, for all of you who were baptized into Christ have clothed yourselves with Christ. We are all now one family. And that's what I was trying to say to the church. Leanne and I are just sons and daughters of God. That's it. We're in the same, like there's no difference here. We're children of God. We're all sinners saved by grace. Doesn't mean we go on sinning, but it does mean we never get prideful, that we somehow think other people are better. We, we say, come as you are, because we believe if you meet Jesus, you won't stay as you are. So we, we, our doors are open. We're children of God, reaching out to other children of God who t- haven't received His forgiveness yet. They, and once they come into the family, they, they get clothed in righteousness. Right now they're walking around with no righteousness, no clothing, no protection, no forgiveness. We carry that message with no judgment, but with all the love in the world, we tell people. And, and as Christians, when we get baptized, there's this clothing that happens and we're in His family. Got the worship team up. So we're part of a new family. You might say, I've already been baptized. Should I be baptized again? This is what I'd say. Your baptism should signify you becoming a follower of Jesus, beginning a changed life, uniting with a new family. If your baptism does not reflect this life change, then yes, go get baptized again. Go for it. Declare it. Remind yourself. Then, can my child be baptized? Well, if your child understands what baptism symbolizes, if that Jesus is their Savior, and baptism symbolizes, it's a symbol. It's, not the, it's a symbol of what happened to Christ, has happened to them now. The old is gone, the new has come. If your child understands it, if your child in view rep, view kids, view city, go speak to them. Help them. If they understand it, then yes, they, they're ready. Um, can I dedicate an infant? 
Well, the Bible shows us, even Jesus in Luke 2 verse 22, he was dedicated before the Lord. As, as the law asked these parents to do, you go read it in Luke 2 verse 22. And it says he was set apart. He was, it was dedication. And, and we believe in dedicating your child. Parents dedicate themselves to raising their child in God's way. And then when their child gets saved and makes their own adult decision, they can be water baptized. And the water baptism is a celebration of the dedication their parents made. It's not an insult. It's not, um, uh, it's not you um, sort of making less of what your parents did. It's a celebration of what your parents did. If your parents dedicated you, christened you, uh, however, whatever they did, it's a celebration because you came to your own faith, but you followed theirs and you saw that you too could, what, what God did for them, He can do for you. It's a celebration. It's not a, it's not a rejection. So I encourage you guys to follow Christ's example. 1 Corinthians 11 verse 1, follow my example as I, um, as I follow the example of Christ. That's Paul speaking. He followed Christ. I would encourage you to follow Christ. Where's Christ going? He went into the waters. Where did He go? He washed people's feet. Where did He go? He, he was a humble servant. Wherever He goes, go. Go for it. Follow His example. Demonstrate your life's change. Sometimes you need to remind yourself, I'm different. I'm not an old, my old person. You aren't your old person. You aren't your sin. You're a new creation. If you've given your life to Jesus. And then declare your commitment publicly. Matthew 10, 32 to 33. Whoever acknowledges me before men, I will also acknowledge before my Father in heaven. Whoever disowns me before men, I will also disown before my Father in heaven. What this tells me is that Christ doesn't want it to be a secret. He wants you to be declared publicly. Christ, that's what we see. They've acknowledged me before, man. I'll acknowledge before my Father in heaven. I, I love Acts 2 is 41. Those who accepted the, His message were baptized. About 3,000 were added to their number that day. 3,000 people, same day, got baptized. Nothing, nothing got in the way. The reason I tell you that is, maybe you didn't come ready to get baptized, but you know you need to get baptized. Chains, toilets, we've got clothes, towels. Ladies, toilets, we've got clothes, towels. You might decide you want to drive home wet. I'd, that's maybe one of the best reminders. Don't let anything stop you. Oh, Andre, I want to get baptized. My, my auntie um, Mary is in Joburg, and I need to fly her down. And once I get there, she has to watch me. Send her a video. Film it. You can have it in your, your memory bank. Don't let anything in the way. It's this quickness to respond. Maybe you're getting, you ready to get baptized? Can, if you came to get baptized um, and you brought your clothes, why don't you go? Do we stand up quickly? It'll make it easier. If, if you are gonna go get baptized, ladies go to lace toys, gents go to gents. If you want to get baptized, and even as I spoke, why don't you go right now to one of the toilets to go get ready. I wanna pray for people who need to come back in relationship with Jesus quickly. You know, as I spoke, God's knocking the door of your heart. You actually wanna give your life to Jesus. You wanna come back in relationship with Jesus. Maybe you've drifted. You wanna ask Him to forgive you of your sins. You wanna receive the free gift of salvation. You wanna ask Him to be the Lord of your life, the leader of your life. Do you want to close your eyes quickly? That's you. 
You say, Andre, I need to come back to Jesus. I need to make right thought. I need to ask Him to forgive me of my sins and to be the leader of my life. That's the desire in my heart. I feel that God's prompting me, speaking to me. I know I need to make right with God. Just on three, just pop your hand up so I can see it. One, two, three. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Anyone else? God bless you. Anyone else? Just pop your hand up. I want to pray. I want to lead you to pray. God bless you. Anyone else? God bless you. God bless you. Anyone else? Thank you, Jesus. Okay, let's pray together. Jesus, I confess with my mouth that you are the Son of God. I believe in my heart that God raised you from the dead. Because of this confession and this belief, the Bible says that I'm saved, that I'm changed, and I'll never be the same. Jesus, be the Lord of my life. Amen. Amen. Come on, let's give Jesus praise this place. Do you want to quickly take your seats? I want to encourage you, if you gave your life to Jesus and you want to get baptized today, we've got clothes for you. Don't wait. As Nike would say, just do it. Go for it. Then, if you need us to, if you're not going to go to our next steps area, but you want us to serve you, in the seat cover in front of you, there's one of these cards. You might want us to pray for you. Grab the card now, write out. You don't have to write your name, write your prayer request, but if you want us to know your name, write your name. If you need to um, dedicate your child, this is the best way to write your information down. You will get back to you this week. Dedication is next week, Sunday, child dedication. If you are new and you'd like to know more information, write a tick of this card, fill out your info. If you gave your life to Jesus and you want to find out more about our next step, which is learning how to follow Jesus, it's a basic course you can do at home or at church. Why don't you tick that? Uh, recommitment or first time commitment. Or if you want to know more about Growth Track of Your Group, tick that. Remember, write your details clearly, email address or number, however you want us to communicate with you so that we can read it. But fill that in, and at the end, there'll be buckets at the back. What's gonna happen is we're actually ending the service now, and we're gonna be baptizing people. Even as we baptize them, this is a special moment for them. So if you wanna watch, pray for them and celebrate with them, but let's not take away from what they're doing. Let's be there for them. Um, tonight, I encourage you, Matt's preaching. Remember, uh, prayer night on Tuesday, I'd love to, to see you there. Remember, you can get baptized today if you go to the ladies' or uh, uh, ladies' toilets, men's on that side. If you want to get baptized, God bless you guys.